Welcome back to an all new installment of the Super Mario Brothers podcast where it's Whiteface, Hallowed Crib, just a Randy Payton death dunning. Oh, what's the next part? <laughs> I know it's over. I know it's over. <laughs> I like disease, Paragon, even to lingering breath. I am Super Metal Brother Matt. That makes me Super Metal Brother Dan. Talking about Opeth there, but we are more importantly here to talk about the week in metal awesomeness. Now, uh, we had some interesting news fly by us this week, Danny. More importantly, some controversy, which we always like on the Super Metal Brothers. Controversy is good. Controversy gets people fired up, and that seems to be like the way it goes these days, unless it's... And more so because of pettiness as well. It's not yeah. even like a real issue. and that's But that's what gets people really fired up. It's amazing how fired up people get over really small issues. We love it. We are metalheads after all. And, you know, I guess the whole entire screening thing isn't people being, you know, nice in their lounge room talking about the, you know, the economy. So what we're going to do today is talk about why we should change names of bands we find offensive, Danny. Yes, this this is this is kept me up. This band, once, once this realization came to me, how offensive... This band name was yeah. yeah. I'm sleep so we're gonna thank Peter for that later. We're gonna talk about the latest Suicide Silence album from the band Suicide Silence. But first up, the news. Kicking this things off straight away, Disturbed are walking. Uh, sorry, I should say working on a new. I, I'd imagine they're not working very hard on it because mm. uh, Disturbed have a acoustic EP coming out, Danny. How many covers do you think we will see on this oh, one? Seven? Exactly right. This is not going to be an originals. This is going to be purely cover. I won't guess um, Sweet Child Mind cover. That's always yeah. a fan favorite when it comes to acoustic covers. Yeah. I mean, just pick something from like the 80s, like a Phil Collins era or something like Duran Duran, I'd imagine this time. They, they do themselves a disservice uh, by not doing a cover because that's where the money is made um it's just they they why why would they want to write a song anymore when they're more than happy to uh to yeah stand on the shoulders of uh, the giants and uh, make some billion dollars out of it as well yeah i mean they're apparently they're also working on a proper album which is supposed to come out next year this is kind of like just to tire people over uh. but it's gonna be an, an ep to be five or so songs look at least three of them will be covers you can imagine two would be like songs for reasons uh, pretty obvious won't be on an album because yeah. they just aren't good I'd imagine that just kind of go through the last five albums which are based on the first album <laughs> and uh, just kind of get in tune to what sounds like an acoustic uh, track I guess but uh, uh, will we review it? Probably. Actually it might be that it might just be like stripped back versions of their songs yeah, so, and that, that's that's that won't go past them. Yeah, we'll see how we go. But we'll move on to something else that sounds kind of crappy, and that's the turd distortion pedal. Uh, when you hear turds, you normally you wouldn't associate it with the sound you'd want to emulate in your guitar. But apparently, someone does. Uh, I've heard it, and it's not really uh, shit. It's because I remember I went to toilet, and it's kind of gross, man. Like you hear those plop sounds, like. Uh, uh, and like this pedal just sounds like you know like an orange goblin sound so it's like it's just false advertising yeah just for people that don't know what we're talking about it's actually a distortion pedal which looks like you've just taken a dump or like kind of a cow pie type yeah. looking thing it's just again it's a gimmick but apparently it sounds alright I haven't heard it as a guitar thing I don't care really yeah it sounds right. I mean I've, I consider anything like that kind of dirty tone to be kind of crappy anyway so I guess that's the whole entire point ah. of it. They just want to make sure they're on top of the echelon when you're thinking about really bad sounds, I guess. Well, to be fair, this would be a great market for grindcore bands because most of their stuff is gross. You know, a board has a song called Fecal Forgery. Yeah. Apparently but but the, the, the sound that the guy was doing, it was like a rock song. It was like literally like just take an Aerosmith tune and run it through that pedal and it kind of sounds like, a, yeah, like just that really just, you know, 
not offensive to anyone, you know, kind of like jet sounding distortion. So, so, it's, like, so it's just ironic. It's not shit at all. Yeah, exactly. Ironic. Well, it's shit because it's probably like a popular and we all know what pop music's like. Aye, so aye. maybe it's, it's like full circle, yeah, like a toilet bowl. Ah, <laughs> like the A-League like winning medal. But the... Uh, but they charge like 220 American bucks for this. That's not even yeah. a cheap pedal. I think that's actually a more of a pricey pedal. Yeah, if you want to like a really bad sound for your you know album, just go out and have some Mexican food and then put that you know lead into the toilet bowl and there you go, you got yourself an album. So or, or an electrocution depends what lead you put in there. Oh, well, there you go. It makes for a shorter album, but an album nonetheless. Uh, moving on to things that sound with low end is the bass player. Now, science has come out and said that the bass player is the most important member of the band. There's a really long article about that, and I couldn't really but bother reading it so I read the shorthand version and it's basically yeah bass is good yeah the, the slightly more longer version of bass <laughs> is good is that apparently people remember songs with big bass riffs or distinguishing bass riffs so they tap along to it and they, it's a bit more familiar so yeah they're saying for memorable purposes that having a good or strong bass riff is a good selling point well now these days they just get guitars and they tune it down to a washboard strings like an eight or nine string anyway so the bass strings that replicated on guitar even if nevermore were doing uh seven string stuff with their bass guitar strings because at the time you know they couldn't find anything low enough so yeah it, it has its purpose you know um put her as a, as a chick and it's even better to look at which is important when it comes to music you know how yeah. things look so you're saying the only reason why people listen to Nevermore is because they've worked out they have a, a bass guitar line so that's the only reason why it's to make it memorable no people listen to Nevermore because they're the best uh, thing ever people watch Nevermore because a guy can't look like a chick <laughs> so there you go you can't get two with one there yeah <laughs> um, yeah but in all honesty um, I think that's important when you hear a band without it like White Stripes and then you kind of like you can hear, obviously, there's no bass in that, and you just kind of like your, your head... I mean, it's still got popular for some reason, but you can imagine with those undertones to it, how much thickness and lushness to a tone. It's like having a girl with a really nice, you know, or a guy, you know, whatever. We're here in gender equality here, you know. We don't want to upset anyone with, like, you know, microaggressions and, you know, stop signs or anything Street like signs, that. Yeah. Street signs. Um, yeah, so you, you see this nice person, they got like a voluptuous ass. You just want to like take a bite out of it. But this is like without bass, it's like no ass, and not like oh, like a white girl ass. You know, that's real like that. no, like no ass. Wow. So you know, it's important that we have bass players because we need to grab something a hold of. Yeah, and I think look, we all think that bass players are kind of redundant. Like you don't see him, you don't really hear him, but. Maybe this guy here, he's just trying to feel sorry for these bass players and just trying to... I've done a study. It's not peer review. Yeah. I've done a study and just made these bass players have some sort of self A bass player study written and directed by a bass player. Yeah, I can't see anything wrong with that. I think uh, Dr. Steve Harris was the, uh, <laughs> the uh, writer of this so-called article. Well, let's move on to how we can make money out of bands. And Winter Sun haven't got a problem in making money. They also have done a crowdfunder. We've talked about crowdfunding in the past and some bands just flop with it. You know, they go to the fans because, you know, things like labels and loved ones aren't going to give them the money they need. So they turn to the fans and this band was looking to make $150,000, right, for their next album. And a lot of people just could not see this happening, myself included, you know. We've seen bands ask for $100,000 and fall very, very short. Even like 30000 Even 30000 much, yeah. In two, day de in two days, Danny, how much did they make? Yeah, apparently within one day they hit their target. Within two days they've made like two hundred thirty thousand. I think it's not even dollars, it's like other pounds or euros. Yeah, which is like three hundred fifty, four hundred thousand plus Australian dollars. I I don't know how much heroin you need to record now, but I'm surely two hundred ninety thousand dollars should be enough, right, Dan? Yeah, I mean, but <laughs> yeah, I guess so. It depends if you like 
Black Sabbath circa 1980 yeah. or something. But the problem, what these guys are asking for, oh, they, look, they're honest with it. With the fans, they're, they're asking, we want a, um, what's it, like a headquarters, like a Winter Sun headquarters, which is pretty much they want a $150,000 studio so they can record an album with. And that's, that's what so they're actually buying a studio. Yeah, they're, they're building their own from scratch. And eventually, uh. what they want to do, they want to make, they want, they need 750,000 pounds of euros, whatever it was, to build pretty much a whole new building, which includes a studio. So they actually uh. want to build pretty much their own recording studio at uh. 700,000 pounds. So, so far, 230, they're nearly there. If they just wait, like in two days, they made all this money. Wait two weeks, they could, they could do it. Yeah. Uh well, what's what you'd want as an artist, you know, to, to establish yourself such a name. But, you know, Winter Sun has gone to that point of having such a niche market. I mean, they're like death metal for sure. And the people who do love them obviously love them quite passionately. So I'd imagine if you're a band out there, it's not how many people love you. It's just how much they do love you. And uh, whew, nothing short of buying them a Ferrari, I'd imagine. Oh, amazing. I wonder how, like, apparently you can only donate... Is like fifty euro pound at a time because they had this fifty again for fifty dollars you get like some tickets or a CD and stuff so you get something out of this fifty dollars so I mean it's sort of thirty thousand dollars but of course they have to pay some of it in the city costs but like just just retire I mean yeah. you've already got twenty thirty thousand that's enough you're not gonna make that money playing music you might as well just retire off that and that's so maybe it. that's Winter Sun is the amount of cocaine they're gonna have for their album it's kind of like Snowblind with Black Sabbath it's like. This is going to be party time for the yeah, next couple of years. They need 150000 All this extra money is like hookers and blow money. Like, yeah. Hey, this is, this is party time money. Yeah. Ten, 10 grand of that is going to go straight into the, into the recording. Uh, we're going to move on to the ultrasound of the year. There's a baby that appears to be throwing metal horns to the uh, to the camera. You know, it's like an ultrasound and uh, it's quite quite nice. Have you seen the f- picture? I have saw a picture. First time I saw this picture, I actually thought it was like a commercial break on ad because I think cause the Doritos did one where the baby... It's like eating Doritos or, or something, something like that. Yeah, yeah. In, in the womb, which is pretty disgusting, disturbing. But this one here is like, yeah, legit. They, 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 the parents uh, got interviewed by a local TV station, actually had the um, film strip showing, now this is a legit photo. I mean, that's, that's amazing. Now, I'm no doctor, right? Uh, very few people say I am, and I probably agree with them. But Let me put my pants back on. I don't think that that photo is actually a true reflection of what's in it. You know what, Danny? Ooh. I don't even think that the, uh, the thing is its hands... I reckon it's its head. Wow, really? <laughs> so that, that, I, I think we're I think we're gonna get the reincarnation of Satan. Satan? <laughs> I think it's um yeah. Yeah, Matt, you could be right. I mean like <laughs> I, I honestly thought the head was that big round shape thing to the left of the photo, but hey, that's just I'm not a doctor. I'm just saying, you know, from experience. And in light of realizing that our Lord and Saviour Satan has come to a pillage and destroy all of mankind, I would like to offer him Super Mario Brother Dan. Because oh, man, uh thanks. You know, being the one that's less bold, he's uh, obviously more fertile and uh, a lot less annoying, you know, just in case you want to... Oh, so you kind of gave me a compliment then. So I, yeah. I'm mad at you? I don't know anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, but this guy might not actually been doing the metal horns. He might actually be doing like Wolfpack, man. He'd be like a full WWE fan. His hands oh, like it obviously fakes out everyone. As if like the, the Lord of the Underworld would be that uncool, man. Oh, like, yeah. You well, know. Of course he's uncool. That's, he's the Lord of the Underworld. Yeah, he, yeah. I'd have to placate to nobody, man. Yeah, I guess so. So or, there you go. even worse, maybe that kid that is missing two middle fingers and we're just like making fun of this poor kid with missing so fingers. I don't know if you need a doctor or you know like a Norwegian fire tribute but uh, then again there you go just take my 20 cents worth of it actually where's that kid do you imagine if he was born like on the 6th of June Oh freak, man. Freak, man. Like, ah! <laughs> call, call him Damien. Like, ah! We're going to need 20,000 goats, virgins, and a lot of olive oil. Mostly because I'm hungry and I that, like pasta. Yeah, is, that, is, that, is that a spaceship to Mars already? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All 
Uh, Devil Drivers to release a country album. This is classic, Danny. We are seeing so many metal bands right now going through this midlife crisis and just reliving what it's like to have like money and and you know attracted by the opposite sex by getting rid of metal and embracing another sound that uh, women like to flock to. Yeah. Uh, country music though is going to wait for Devil Driver. Oh, this is a good one, isn't it? I mean, I don't really hear too much country in their in their style, so it'd be funny to see what type of country again it could be just a covers album again like who knows well we saw behemoth uh negral he decided to get rid of the whole entire metal thing for a thing and just rip off you know instead of ripping off band, like death metal bands ripping off like what, the uh, beach boys cash and yeah he's johnny cash and the beach boys and uh whether that works well for him or not i'm not gonna i have one song i'm like yeah it's uh not really blast beats underneath that mm. little number so you know as long as they don't call it Devil Driver, I'm okay with it. Because uh, even if they had the same members, I mean, it's obviously just going to all it do is upset fans. And like, we'll talk about uh, Suicide Silence later on and how much their fans are upset with changing the style that much. So, what do you think? Well, I mean, the name is nearly like a country western name, like Devil Driver. All they need to change, like, was it Devil Drives Down to Georgia? And then that's it. They've turned themselves into like a uh, country band. So, the right. name is actually very close to being a country band name. Yeah. Um. Uh, Good luck to you guys. Um, you know, if it has riffs, you know, that'll get me super excited for it. Which uh, leads us to our next band with Deep Purple. Uh, Roger Glover, no one wants to stop in the band. I don't think they have a choice because eventually these guys, if a dinosaur could be in a band, it's going to be in Deep Purple, right? Well, yeah. I mean, these guys are in the early 70s, late 60s. You, you, just just the fact that they haven't got like RSI in their hands, especially when they play Smoke on Water, you think like their body would just like, no, I can't do Smoke on Water again. I can't do those same chord note structure over again. My bones would just like flock up and yeah. say no. Or, or, or they'll just turn to ash, someone will leave the front window open and then all of a sudden Deep Pepper's gone on Highway 9, you know? It's literally like, uh, we love them. Uh, but, you know, these guys have probably done nothing but play music. And the simple fact of, like, you know, wanting to retire that and having to sit in a rehearsal room and, you know, talk to the, and bore all the other people about how you were in Deep Purple, um, yeah, I could imagine that would be hard to, to let go. But uh, then again. Well, they've got a new album coming out this year and they've also got their... Um, I mean, they're, they're very... This last tour, this last album is actually very like, you know, oh, are they going to retire? Well, who knows? Because it's called like The Infinite. Mm. So the um, actually the, the album cover looks like a ripoff of Devin Townsend Project's logo. So they could be in trouble, but you can't get angry with Deep Purple. The funny thing was is that at one point, everyone wanted Deep Purple to stop. No one was going to the gigs. They were coming to Australia and playing in front of, you know, the three people that remembered Smoking the Water that when it came out. Yeah, I was one of those people. Yeah, I know. It's hilarious. Yeah, but now they're like headlining. <laughs> was it like? That's right, um, Hellfest yeah. or, or Grasshopper, Grass at least. one of these like, metal festivals. Like, so give them credit; they, they, they've they've reestablished themselves somehow. They've they made they put themselves into the lineage, like the vintage series now, like that bottle of wine that's like seven hundred thousand mm. dollars, but it still tastes like ass because it's you know oh. it's, it's grapes, really. Oh, grapes, crushed so, grapes. So that was what they've done. They've made themselves an elusive target, and uh, a little bit like. Uh, when we saw at uh, Grass Pop that band, Danny, was it Stallion, I think? Jun- was? No, Jenny is a foreigner. Foreigner, sorry. When we saw yeah. Foreigner. Yeah, same thing. You know, that went over very, very well. People love them. The, the singer, he, he kind of over, like, emphasized how cool Foreigner is. He's like, yeah, man, we're Foreigner. Fo- yeah, we're yeah. Like, swearing. Too. Like, now you're Foreigner, man. Take, take it easy, mate. Step it back a bit. Would you like to be kidnapped by your favorite band, Danny, in order to hear their new material? Uh, it depends if there's more tour than just hearing material because that's pretty that's a waste of my day well yeah because Stone Sour decided that they would get a fan pop them in their car and sh- like one of their biggest fans right wouldn't it just be someone like you know an okay guy you know that would just bomb terribly but yeah nonetheless they stole someone to listen to the new material uh, would you be okay with it 
again, uh, they, they have to do more than just let me hear material. Because like, what, what are you going to do? Oh, this is a new song coming out, man. You love it? Like, uh, <laughs> so, uh, so, so you kidnapped me in front of my kids and that, and you're saying you're not going to rape me? <laughs> <laughs> oh, this has been a whole letdown this day, man. Um, Can't believe it. I, I, I'd feel about the same, you know. You, you should do idols, right? And then they do like something like chucking... Oh, it's Stone Sour, so they're not going to like throw in too much of a curveball unless I actually played metal, which would be like, hey, this sounds like Slipknot, but, mm. you know, it's Stone Sour, so that would never happen. Um, yeah, so eventually I think you be, wouldn't be offended by the material, but you'd also be like, if you didn't like it, you're like, hey, it's Stone Sour, they're my heroes. Like, what do I care, man? Just give me you know a I, mean? oh, I mean, to be fair, I, it's funny because you watch a video, you actually don't hear any music or hear his really reactions. You just see him get driven to the recording studio and then leave recording studio all this free stuff. So what's he going to say? Like, oh, yeah, man, it's terrible. No, he's about, wow, I got all this free shit. Yeah, I love Stone Sour. They're awesome. How yeah. about music? Oh, yeah, why not? Yeah, music. Yeah. It's, it's like if you know, you, your spouse comes up to you and buys you a new PS4 with like the new GDA and stuff. You're having a great time. And then they tell you while you're playing your game, oh, my mother is coming to stay with us for a couple of days. What do you care? Like, you got this beautiful game, bro, right? Having the best time of your life. You can chuck any bad news on top of it. And generally, you're going to be like, all right. <laughs> well, mate, better. That they took this guy from work so he was working oh, not enjoying himself album of all albums oh my favourite band comes <laughs> and takes me away from work and I get free shit oh man you guys are like you yeah. know the best ever yeah so uh, congratulations on Stone Sour finding a way of gen- generally getting a positive uh, selling point for their album I think that's what they've just oh, done man, if these guys, sold the album to everybody if these guys were like in a jury and they were facing like if they went to court and then they picked their own jury be full of their mums because this, this is how like well, they've marketed themselves. That's right. And to finish it off, uh, him, they have announced that uh, it's calling it a day. Uh, they've been playing for quite a long time. They're very popular around the 90s with, uh, you know, the whole entire uh, angsty, you know, self-loathing, depriving yourself of any confidence thing. And uh, I'd imagine right now, uh, Bam Margera and the guys who are into that kind of stuff are the only ones really upset about this. Yeah, I always thought when I was kicking around, they were like a metal band because they had the um, pentagram, but... If you look close, it was like a love heart pentagram. Yeah. I think it was called the heartograms. Oh, that's that's really, <laughs> yeah, that's great. So yeah, so I look, I never really got into him. I think they they come down to Australia a couple times. Good on them. Yeah. Been around for twenty six years, so they've done quite well. They've got a big name for themselves. So, hey, all credit to him. I just yeah, never. I, I I won't miss him to be honest. Yeah, no, no, neither here. So uh, you know, enjoy the shining beacon of light when you walk into that. Um, you probably ran to a truck, but hey, you know, don't take my advice too seriously. I've, I've been asking for, uh, you know, like Winter Sun's uh, Snowblind uh, album to come out. So uh, how's that going to go Do for you know, me? It's going to be awesome. I reckon that CD is going to be like gold plated. So like, oh, look at this thing. <laughs> it's it's going to have some of the drugs left over from the game. Yeah, right. like, oh, wow, it's dusty. <laughs> That's a lot of snow in winter. Man, I really love winter sun. This place is awesome, man. <laughs> All right, let's go to our editorial. This week's editorial question, once a week we go to our fans and ask them the serious questions that need answering, mostly because we can't really you know, spend the time and the uh, resources to look for the answer ourselves. That's stupid, Danny. Why would you even bring that up? Uh, yeah, I don't know what came over me, man. I just was thinking about him. I got all emotional. And then, honestly, I am emotional about this him thing. So I, let, I can't let, talk. Let me give you something to think about. Uh, Hunters and Collectors, they're a band, right? They're pretty innocuous name. Really, they've been around for so long that um, your mum probably likes them. If not, your mum's mum probably likes them. Yeah, man. The good old Australian band, man. Been around for like 40 or so years. So they, yeah. But uh, yeah. for some reason, it's come around that a certain in, uh, organization has taken offense to their name. And for the most interesting of reasons, we're talking about Peter, aren't we, Danny? 
yeah, people enraged by talented artists. I think that's what Peter stands mm, for. So mm, definitely, very, very, um, very surprising. After forty years, they've just discovered probably one of Australia's most famous <laughs> rock bands, and they decide that that name has caused a lot of grievance to a very. It's not like hunters and collectors is a general term which is very aggressive for like animals, and we don't like this because we want to look after. Animals. It was it was actually aimed at a water bird. So they have actually. Narrowed down their complaint. I'll give them credit. So it's not like it's not like oh we just offended. No, no they, they, not just any birds, all no, birds, because that would lose no. impact. That would lose a big bird or like ostriches. No, I'd like, get on board with big bird. Buddy. Oh yeah, screw big bird, man. Like, look, he's not natural. He needs to be put down. Anyway, <laughs> orange feet. What a weirdo, what man. Weird, and he talks. Up at school, yeah. They can't even fly. All those big <laughs> wings can't even fly. But they've, they've narrowed this down to a water bird. So look, I'll give him. I'll give Peter credit on that. They've actually they've actually got a complaint focused complaint but it just makes no sense it goes for some reason they're relating the, the name hunters and collectors to bird season where people kill these birds and don't collect them all that's right so peter the organization have somehow managed to correlate that people are taking this name no the, the, either the name celebrates uh the the glory and destruction of our native birds or that uh you know the classic um it, it, it instills in your head that it's okay, like normalizes these attitudes, right? Yeah, you hear that stuff from like the incredibly radical right to the the regressive left all the time about how like a certain subject should should be defended and that because it might trigger some high school you know kid to go and shoot their class over it, you know. Um, so is it? It should should they change their names, Danny? What should they change it to? Uh, no, they shouldn't change it, man. <laughs> and they should change it to. Hey, Peter, hunters and collectors, that's right, we hate water birds. <laughs> They're going to go ahead, grab a gun, and shoot the first bird they see, just to prove a point. I reckon, I reckon they, the cover of the new album is going to be, you know, that, remember that duck hunt game from um, <laughs> what, the, the nest where they have the, the dog like laughing with the gun? That, yes. I mean, yeah. yeah. So we turn to our fans and ask them what, what should happen. Should they change the name, or should they change it to, or are Peter just blowing it out of their Peter ass? Shelley Marquesi has said WTF, which must be... Wow, that's funny. Then I said, "Yeah," and then she's like, "OMFG," which must be, "Hey, my fridge magnets are gross." So I'm not too sure what she's going on about, but like, I can only assume her outrage over this uh, Peter thing. Yeah, I think so. I think actually, WTF means what the flowers. Oh, so, uh, yeah, it's like because yeah, forest. obviously ducks love flowers, and like yeah. you know, yeah. yeah. Dwayne Neville never fails to amaze how pathetic this trend of political correctness is seeping through society in this country. It was never an issue back in 1981 when they first started. Now, all of a sudden, how dare they? Oh, well, you know, some people are late to the party. And obviously, being 30 or 40 years late is very late. Like, the cake's probably gone off by now and all the beer's drunk. But, you know, yeah. <laughs> I think you're just crashing someone's house by then, I'd imagine. I think, I think it's not even their house. Like, the, the new people who live there, they're like, does Jeff still live here? No, we told you 20th time Jeff doesn't live here and get out of our pool. Yeah. Now, I want to talk about Laurie McLaughlin because he's actually said something. I want to make sure I get this right. Ha, 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 No. So, no. That is hell awesome, hate awesome, hello awesome, age awesome, no. Yeah, so obviously changing the name is a stupid idea. Laurie's like, don't do it. It's just stupid. So we'll move on to Adam Longpaw's sellers. And he said, if the name shame is enforced, because, you know, like, Peter's got sway, you know, they know the right people. And uh, much like uh, the the Godfather, you know, it's uh, someone's getting married somewhere, right? So some daughter's going to turn her around and this is going to be their wish. And he's going to be like, okay, on the na- day of my daughter's wedding, Peter, you're gonna get, we're going to change the name for you. 
He said that they should change it to the purple-headed custard chuckers for more family-friendly. I don't know if that is family-friendly, uh, Adam, because um, purple-headed it, it could be someone dying, so yeah. that's kind of traumatic, right? And yeah. custard chuckers could be like a euphemism for like sperm. So like people who are being passed out jacking off into other people, I don't think that's a very good image there, Adam. It sounds like Winter Sun's like <laughs> recording. <laughs> well, I mean, what else are you going to do with that much money, no, right? I'm saying, we're going to party time. So you have to jerk off into something, you know. Exactly. Um, you know, and this is the problem we're going to have. But, you know, I, I think we need to help Peter out a bit, Danny. There are some names that, uh, you know, if Hunters and Collectors are surely going to be up, uh, you know, on the chopping blocks, what are some other ones that we can think about? I heard a good one. This is actually not for me. I heard this on the uh, another radio show's uh, Facebook page where uh, they had Men at Work, which is actually sexist because men, women also work. So having a band called Men at Work is just um, enforcing that sexism. Yeah, well, I, I just think why we're just keeping the same thing, like cattle decapitation, you know? Like, why not uh, stop there, you know? Like, why would you want to kill an, uh, a cow? Like, what, what, we stop with ducks, do we? Oh, apparently a pigeon is, like, sacred, but, like, yeah, a, a, a massive three-ton worth of, like, German engineering, can uh, we can eat that, you know? No one even cares, you know? Like, Iris at a bear once. They're off yeah. animal cruelty. You Terrible. know, like you know, bears aren't all seven feet tall. Some of them are like you know six foot eleven, yeah. and they and they have insecurity issues, and they don't like to be picked on. No, I saw a documentary once where this bear talked to the park ranger and stole picnic baskets. So yeah. they actually have real feelings. You know, like, uh, that's right. That's a that's a documentary that that was animated just so it could get a bigger audience. Um, then it ends up being a carcass. Well, then that's terrible because then you got to lump around seven foot worth of meat, and uh, you know that that that. I mean, like like capital capitation, you can make it smaller by cutting off the head. But this is the problem we're having Danny we need more solutions it is every every band should be called grey one grey two yeah. grey three because then grey's grey you can't yeah. be mad at grey like, and, and, and I, I really see this as being a bigger problem with bands like for example Meshuggah you know like uh, if we're going to change and they should yeah you know, if they should change the name because you know like we don't like being offended if you are upset with something then they should have to change yeah. to something that you are okay with as a one person right that's yeah. how society should work that right makes whatever sense. my values and my dreams and aspirations on the world should look like yeah. that's the way it should be right yeah we're not being facetious here people this is serious. no that's right that's this, the way political correctness serious. works you know you have in your head you know how it's going to work right you know how the whole entire world with all the conglomeration of everything's going to work so I think we need to get rid of the name of sugar from the band because Let's be honest, diabetes is uncool, right? Oh. And having those fat kids that need their foot taken off so they can, like, you know, eat more, uh, you know, sugary twisties with uh, Skittles and um, all that kind of stuff, you know, that's meh sugar. Me sugar. Me yeah. need more sugar. Like, come on, man. Like, oh, this thing could just go on and on and on, right, Danny? Exactly. And even though, like, being overweight is good. Completely preventable with a good diet. No, I agree that sugar has been Pre preventing birds. Yeah, being sugar shot. has been the greatest influencer of people having soft drinks, and that yep. that's that's terrible. Just you, terrible. You, you're exactly right. I mean, like the guys from the sugar have sugar in their diet, right? And what a bad way. Like, they're just a bad influence from all those kids growing up that want to be like their heroes in the sugar by having more sugar so they can be meat sugars. Yeah, I think, I think that's a problem with, like, Jens Kimmon's jaw. It's because yeah. he had so much sugar. I think he gets, like, jaw lock. And that's, that's right. The dentist out. had to yeah. fuse his jaws yeah. together because literally all the coke aerated his, like, you know, his jawline. Yeah. Um, and that's, that's the story we want to say, guys. You know, like, every single band is problematic. Every single name ha is inbuilt with 
uh, and a, ma- and a, a massive amount of uh, oppression yeah. and uh, hatred. And, and we need to point Ooh. it out. You need to point it out. You know, Anita Sarkeesian was right. Everything is sexist and everything is racist, especially band names. Oh, I'm going above just the band. I'm going through genres, Matt. <laughs> genres. You got hair metal. Oh. Hair metal. I'm sorry, but us follically challenged people who can't do anything about our hair, I don't want to be reminded that. This this music genre which embellishes hair That's right. and gets all these cool chicks. Nah, I can't play a genre of metal because I don't have the aesthetic appeal for it. I mean, I could wear a wig, but that's not the point. You know, that's that point. Is, We're not uh, Andre Agassi playing tennis here, people. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. Um, we could go on this for days, like Jewish metal or, uh, you know, like, yeah, you're sure they're 6 foot 11, so I want to have sex with you metal. There's a plenty of different styles of metal that we can't get into, right, Danny? So, um, you know, just, I'm out, if you're out there, guys, and you have a problem with the band name, I want you guys to hit up on our wall and, uh, you know, we'll, we'll talk about it because what else are we going to do? Yep. On the other side of the story, yeah, that's what I was going to do. On the other side, maybe Peter are the ultimate trolls and they just knew that this would get attention because it's such a ridiculous Because Peter thing. are releasing a new album called <laughs> uh, I, yeah, Hunters and Collectors. You know what? You got us. Thank you That's so right. much. H- Sounds of Waterbirds, Hunters and Collectors. Yeah. Oh, my God. Brilliant. So, if with that, you know, Peter, shut up your ass. We're not going to... They're not going to change the name. And if you're going to change the name, then, dude... I'm going to find out every single band that you like, Peter, and I'm going to get them to change their name because uh, from anything that's in Katy Perry to that stupid whale, they're, they're all going to have to go into the microscope. Maybe Jewel. Yeah, oh, I don't know. What, what 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 music do you like really crazy environmentalist people listen to? Uh, probably something like Nickelback. Pretentious. Ah. Yeah, Nickelback, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, on with the CD review. There's a band that kept on coming up with a news story called Suicide Silence. Now, the album never came out, but people started to hear trailers or just certain tracks and knew this was going to be an album they might not like, right? Whether they were right and wrong in saying that, it was literally like one or two tracks. Um, the fans went out and said, you know, to the label, you know, you should drop the, drop the band under your label. You know, these guys aren't Suicide Silence. The whole entire thing, Danny, wasn't it? Like, the fans came out and destroyed the band, and in return, the band then destroyed the fans. Yeah, this, this has been very messy. I mean, they only released one song called Doris, which I guess was named after um, Jamie Lee Curtis's character in True Lies. So they, they, they try to go for familiarity to help people get excited by it. Don't turn- give Peter reasons to hate them as well, Danny. How's <laughs> <laughs> that? Jamie Lee Curtis for bashes like seals or something. Anyway... So yeah, they, they, they came up with only one song. Look, to be fair, I gave them credit. Think, okay, maybe it's one song of an album. You can't tell a whole album for one song, but apparently you can. But what happened is that yeah, they came the song, the fans got angry, then the um, uh, the drummer got angry and tried to like personally reply to each one of his angry messages. Then the producer got like passive aggressive and said, yeah, no, nah, this is great. All this attention. Yeah, no, we love you guys. I hate you. This is great. Yeah. And then the scene came and said, no, we're ignoring you all. And blah, blah, blah. And it's just become a big snowball. And then it's resulted in their really poor record sales. So we here at Super Metal Brothers like to think that we know a bit about certain drives of metal. But in all honesty, me and Danny were you nothing about Suicide Silence going into this. Which I think was perfect because a lot of the fans obviously were so embedded into the culture, the certain sound and all that kind of stuff. That so they already knew especially with uh, being Suicide Silence being a very aggressive band, like a deathcore band, that's what they've been known for. And their style had changed so much because like, the inclusion of singing vocals, where, and in deathcore, there's there's only one button, and it's the hate button. And if you're not pressing the hate button, then there's a button, then you're smashing it with a hammer. Like There's just no other way of going about it. 
Now, um, which is fine. We, we like when bands like to stretch their thing. You can't re-release the same album over and over again, even if it is to great success like, you know, Disturbed. So what was it, Dan, that want us to make to review this album? Well, it's just because it has so much thoughts and so much feelings going into it. It's Again, it's it's kind of falling on the end of 2016 where a lot of these bands have changed their sounds. Become Most bands are becoming more progressive in their sound and they've wanted to include more like acoustic sections and more melodic singing, except like the peripheries and Devin Townsend is becoming more and more like this and Opeth have pretty much become this. They thought, oh, well, why not? We, we'll try Suicide Silence, which again has caused so much fury over their... Um, yeah, we thought, okay, well, maybe we have to see what all the commotion's about. So let's move on straight away to the riffs of this album. Um, what separates this to other uh, Suicide Science albums? Well, for, for starters, that um, I had to, we had to listen to a few old Suicide Silence songs and some albums before this to get a handle of it. And straight away, you notice that the riffs are fundamentally much different to what they would normally write. It has a abandoned away from a very dark, heavy, brutal sound to almost new metal Danny at parts. This out uh, these riffs are very unusual. Grunge inspired almost, you know? Like it seems like there's some very much very open chordal passages. Uh the grooves are very much uh anywhere from experimental to generic. Uh yeah, if this was a ice cream, it'd be pretty much vanilla, but you know, with a very much a distaste for it though. It'd be rum and raisins because yeah. no one likes raisins and no one drinks rum unless you're like really old so <laughs> this, this this these riffs are this album is was very hard for me to listen through i've never you know if this was a movie i would have walked out on it this this is how much i did not it's like almost it. terminate it's almost like so transformers darker the moon bad uh, in that just, sense isn't it yeah. where it's like a constant betrayal and they keep reminding you of these different riffs you know and i must exactly. admit exactly the constant betrayal part is true because there's parts where they'll go into a heavy riff heavy section and you think here it is here's the chance that oh, the yeah. song is going to be an old society silent song or some sort of familiarity to what they used to be. But it doesn't. It lasts like two bars or four bars and then it cuts back into this yeah. experimental Track stuff. Track nine with the blast beat, don't, uh, don't be careful, you might hurt yourself. That's the only time it reminds the listener that, yeah, they still are a metal band, but for the rest of it, it's not that if not being metal is a bad thing. It's just that these riffs aren't imaginative and... It really comes down to some other factors which we talk about in production. So the biggest problem is that the riffs themselves aren't engaging enough from coming from a band that set itself apart from most other deathcore bands with very engaging riffs, you know, but it's simplicity, but also very had a technical aspect to them. Uh, and there's just like, you know, there are some grungy riffs, there are some of those new metal riffs and stuff, but uh, much like in the 90s, it, it doesn't date very well, you know, so... It, these riffs here aren't going to get you moving too much. And maybe there's some choruses that he plays that are very accessible for a bigger audience. But, oh, wow. To a, to a loyal fan base, I can see why it doesn't help. Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, riffs, they're not really much. They're just very weird. They have weird tones to them. They Again, it's a very experimental album. It's more like a New Age experimental metal post-metal album yeah really like Radiohead Queens of the yeah. Stone Age Nine it just seems now, like Nine like Pumpkins is, is all that yeah um, let's move on to the vocals then can this be salvaged with their new vocalist I guess because the old guy came down with a sudden case of death so that unfortunately didn't work in their case um, but they got a guy and imagine if, you know, you've got your teenage kids right and they're like I'm in a band right and so you're the parent you love you're going to support and you're going to go to it 
And basically, you've given him a great life, right? So the only thing they can really be upset about is Tiffany, who doesn't want to give him a blowjob, and, you know, they're bad at schoolwork. So it's very angsty, and the vocals are very whiny, and they don't have any real emotional weight because there's nothing to really be sad about in life. Did I just explain this album in a nutshell? Danny with some of his techniques, man. Like, just the way it comes across is anywhere from screechy to angsty to downright that scene, track one, man, the... Oh, where is it? Who? Why did the producers say it was okay? I don't understand. Yeah, I I really don't know. I mean, a track. It's funny enough. The acoustic song, which is I think track eight, he actually sings in tune, which was surprised because the rest of the album, it's just terrible. And it's times when he's just like yelling in a microphone. He's not screaming. He's not. He's just yelling. It's like. It's like when you go to see your mate say, oh, my, oh, my mate, I should come see his band live. They're cool and they just start out. Like, yeah, right, I'll, I'll go, go see you. And you see that, it's just, you see like the, the singer on the floor and his knees just yelling to a mic. Yeah. And the guitarist is trying to like, just like do stupid things. And the bass player's got a shirt off and the drums just standing out while he hits the drums top field. It's like just a mess. Like the song, like the Zero has this like, effect on his voice and it sounds like a fly now flies buzzing next to your ear is going to do the only thing it can do and that's annoy the crap out of you so when i heard this tone coming through the speakers i was like what like this isn't a pleasant experience and then i'm kind of like is is this guy just trolling is this guy literally like once he's so he's so fed up with the, maybe the metal industry or, or the fans and whatever that he actually just doing shit to piss people off because there's no other reason around it. There is no artistic direction that can suffice to say, give it context, to give it some sort of like deeper meaning, right, Danny? Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, it's just not good. I mean, the, the screaming, when he does do screaming, yeah, that's cool, but it's, uh, that's bad. It's not, yeah, it's not exactly. It. It's a fleeting experience, you know? There are so many other things which he does that you could just tell he just does whatever he wants. And the, and the producer must be like just patting these guys on the ass every take because it sounds like it was done in a weekend. From the guitarist to yeah. the singer to the drummer, uh, everything sounds inc- just rushed. It doesn't sound... I mean, I guess yeah, it sounds organic in that sense, but um, uh, we're getting too ahead of ourselves. Let's talk about the diversity of the record, Danny. Now, this is where the, the strength or the weakness will be for a lot of listeners because they change their sound so much from a deathcore band that it's not even fair to say these guys are deathcore for this album. Um, and they've done quite a few styles, but I'd still say it's very placated to a certain grunge feel where, you know, backbeat, you know, acoustic, dirty guitars, uh, very openness to it generally, even the grooves, very simplistic. It's very much a safe experimental album. Yeah, I don't know. I, would call, I don't know if you call it safe because this is, some of these songs have so much happening in them that you just don't know what's happening. It's like, what oh, yeah, are true. you trying to aim for here, you know? I, I think it's I think it's just really like, it doesn't feel like these guys were challenged by themselves for songwriting, but it's like, I think I get the impression that this is what they wanted to maybe play at the time. Um, but wow, it's... To use it under the, the Suicide Silence moniker, uh, yeah, this is really weird. I don't know how to honestly talk about it without... Because the diversity is like, yeah, there are some different ideas coming through and at times certain elements could stand out but it's not enjoyable like the whole entire thing from start to finish it can be quite you know there's some really weird chord progression like dissonance with the a diminished chord that gets played for far too long doesn't resolve properly um choruses are generic with solos maybe for that man. solos are Jeez. bad um the, the 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 use on the sounds for some of the guitars the voice and that they're very washed the cymbals crash over everything 
it's very hard. It's a hard. It's literally. It's very hard to engage the album. Yeah, it's I guess more production. I guess, man. <laughs> I mean, oh, sorry. Yeah, but the diversity. But, yeah, you're right. It's yeah, all production. So I guess you know the diversity is that. Yeah, I guess there is some changes in tempos, but for oh, most yeah. of it, it's just one long boring ride. Well, yeah. I mean, just it's, it's, some songs. Too much is happening, and like they go from like really weird, spacey, like wailing guitars slow sound effects to like really fast bleed then they go to like melodics it's just like what, what are you trying to do what's this song about what is it and then some screaming then singing then like yelling it's like wow what all in one song it's like oh it's like every song they do is kind of like when you know people release an album they do snippets of each song into like a little demo song yeah that's why every one of these songs are they're like mini demo songs in themselves so we'll move on to groove because as you see there's not much saving this album from it. so does at least uh, a rhythmic feel drive you from start to finish if it's not the melody which i don't think it is in it, from any case of any of the instruments are the drums the bass line or maybe even the rhythm sections doing enough to push songs forward danny for you uh, again, I have to say no, because there's just no consistency in the song. There's no like chance for you to like get behind a song or go with the song. It just keeps changing on you. Yeah, you hear you hear a fat riff at the start, maybe, or a riff that you can engage in to hear it drop. But you can tell straight away when it comes to grooves that they. At the start, of the very start of the album, they don't care about setting up a groove. You can hear they do like a blues lick, having a laugh. Start of track five, they do some jerk off things, and at the end of the album, they're having a laugh as well. Literally, they are taking the piss out of this album. So if they're not going to take it seriously, then why the hell should we? And you can tell when it comes to songwriting because there's nothing groovy about it. They're just doing everything they can to push it away from being an enjoyable experience, whether it's intentional or unintentional. But the desired effect worked, I guess, if that's yeah. what you'd wanted. It's just, it's just the only thing they're going for is like angst or anger or pain. If that's what, if that's yeah, how you like frustration it. almost. That's I the guess. only feel I can get from this album. It's, it's, it's suited to like again the early nineties, mid nineties grunge era with aiming at like disenfranchised teenagers. That's what this music just reminds me. Of. But it's just again, it's, it's not done in a good way. It's done like a local band way. Yeah. It's not. Oh. Yeah. Should we so, get a production? Here yeah. Let's, let's put a nail in this coffin because uh, just just thinking about this album really hurts it now. I'll just give a kind of the disclaimer. Generally, in fact, always, I never get anyone else's opinion on the album. I like to just hear the album for myself to see if I like it because like, I, I, me and Danny have a certain ear for certain things, even though we like different things at different times. So going into this album was completely fresh and new, but unfortunately, um, I have put this on, on the internet and it came with a rating. It just showed right up saying two out of five stars. And I'm like, oh, this isn't going to be good, right? If the fans aren't going to like it, who are going to like it? And I thought, well, you know what? I'll give it an honest from start to finish. But from everything we've said together and most of it that I touched on before, it is amalgamation of songs that either, they either don't want you to like or they like doing, but for the simple fact they like doing it because they had to get it off their chest. And um, there was no kind of like inspiration taken behind this. There's nothing that really got me going to make them to, to do it. And their fans absolutely destroyed them for it, Danny. Well, they should. I mean, what makes it even like more of insults? Like, this is like a self-titled album. So you, this is Suicide Silence presenting Suicide Silence type thing. So if you thought any album should be a reflection of Suicide Silence, it would be this album. And what makes it, again, a slap in the face is like track nine, which is the last of the album, is kind of like a hard, heavy song because there is no more lot of singing on this fancy new age experimental like crap. Stuff, yeah. yeah. So, so you actually have like... Thought the album should have probably been based around. I mean, it's not until track five is the first breakdown, and there's even not that much for a breakdown. So you, it's like, what are you, what are you trying to? I just don't know what they're trying to do. Yeah, yeah, it's a hard album to listen to on all 
um, specters, whether it comes from drumming, guitarists, the vocalists, uh, yeah, the mixing, the uh, the certain tones they've used, uh, the song structures in themselves, literally. Everything was this, you could tell the attitude coming out of it that they just did not care what you thought and they were honestly preempted that you were going to hate it and they were hoping that so. The only problem is that uh, the biggest thing that to worry about is that, that people are speaking not with their mouths but with their wallets and this album has sold about as well as Bottled Cancer, Danny. <laughs> is that the name of another band? <laughs> it's kind of actually sounds like a band. But you're right, what's it, 30%? of the sales of the previous album or something. So that's probably just a real diehard fan type walking there. That's right. And, and we did it. So, you know, maybe that's that's probably the difference. Um, <laughs> all reviewers around the world. Yeah, all the guys like us who are critics have to like buy it just so they can tell people not to buy it because, you know, spend your money on things that you could, you know, like food. If you're a metal musician like us, you know, you're probably depriving yourself of certain necessities like oxygen, water, and, you know, uh, companionship. So there's that. Um but I, yeah, unfortunately, I I really hate to see it. But these guys, this is like this is life entertaining art once again. These guys wanted an album that everyone would hate them for it, and they've got it. And now no one's gonna like it for it. No one's spending money for it. So this is like art imitating life or life entertaining art by calling themselves suicide silence. Yeah, and kill themselves off. Is that what they? That's to pretty do? much it. So how this guy, how these guys bounce back now? Do they take the humility approach? Honestly, look at themselves. You know what? We stayed too far away from the tried and true path. Um, or do they keep to their stick to their guns and maybe they find a whole entire new market that they can placate this post-grunge rock, uninspired, generic on. Honestly, life is a transformer, man. It would be Blandicon right now. It's just so... Greyocon. <laughs> yeah, it's a chore to listen to, man. And, you know, I hate saying that because we won't push... I'd love to push over every single band that I wanted to, but I'd hate to think that I've recommended an album to somebody and they absolutely hate it and this was like a waste of their money and time you know I, mm. I've watched Stepmom all seven hours of it I don't understand what it's like to lose precious placating at moments of your life that could have been done for something else but um, yeah just avoid avoid this one man this is going to be a bad album probably one of the worst ones we reviewed on the show yeah honestly yeah it is that bad like again with Matt saying I don't like to hear too many people's other comments and get influenced by it but this one here man people are pretty spot on this one is not if you're a Suicide Silence fan, you would not like this album. Yeah, There's and if you're going into metal at all, don't. This is exactly the sort of music that you make fun of, of making fun of metal. Because like, when you hear it, oh, it's like, rah, rah, rah. And this is exactly all yeah. the cliches that metal gets made fun of. And uh, it's in one yeah, thing. Like you're right. This, this is closer to like a Radiohead, Nine Inch Nails type band. It's it's just it's just one of those... Bi- oh, that's what I'm yeah. Oh. So, so with that, we've uh, just gone to the end of our uh, Suicide Silence review, Suicide Silence. If all what we said interests you and you want to check out the album, just hey, don't do it. <laughs> I don't know what else to do. Like, you know, I, if you're not going to believe me that that car is coming, if you're walking into oncoming traffic and that light there isn't a rave party, um, you know, you know, I can't stop you. Uh, I do feel pretty confident, however, though, because like you said, Danny, no one's buying it and no one cares for it. So... You know, I'll be with the fans on this one. Yeah, uh, pretty unless we stop reviewing albums, and this this will make our. I don't think that even if we only review ten albums this year, we're not putting this in our top ten list. We'll make only nine albums in yeah. our top ten list because this is this this is just terrible. Yeah. So with that, that is a suicide silence review. Uh, we didn't like it, but uh, you know that's okay because we've got to review plenty more albums. We've had some great albums to listen to. I'm still digging Moors at the moment. Uh, you know, I cannot wait to talk about that at the end of the year when that finishes. You know, one or two of the top ten. <laughs> oh, Who knows, right? You know, unbiased. Yeah. Unbiased. Yeah. Dragon Lord's number one. So you get kind of. Oh, that's coming out soon actually yeah dominion oh my god so many good albums it's gonna be blacker than than satan's poos it's gonna be great like that pedal 
That pedal, yeah, there you yeah, go. Yeah, that's what you want. Satan that's- being born from that person in June with that shitty pedal, man, that's just going to be evil. Mm. So with that, we've hit the end of our show, you guys. Uh, thanks so much for listening today and joining us on always well, pretty much ripping out new assholes to Peter, to Suicide Silence, to... Uh, to Disturbed again, you know, they're always on the chopping block and we love them for it, so never change. Um, <laughs> I think they will, Matt. Yeah. <laughs> they will. Honestly, the sun rising has more of a dramatic, um, uh, like, a, what is it? The um, Like a twist, plot twist to it, you know? Like, it'd be more under, understanding that the sun wouldn't rise compared to the Disturbed changing their sound because that's the way it is. Indeed. So with that, we end the end of our show. Danny, I had a pleasure. Did you enjoy your show today? Yeah, it is actually. I've never just like purely despised an hour and just had to keep baiting. I, I've got more negative things to say about. It. I just don't want to be that type of guy. That's all right. I'm sure people will follow you on your Facebook and uh, demand answers. Uh, we're gonna upset a massive fan, so you know you'll you, so. you have your chance. I don't think so. I don't think uh, if I find a suicide silence fan who likes this album, we. That we'll person, interview him. We'll, interview we'll have him. you on the show. We'll, we'll have you on the show and we'll talk through the album because... Was, the only question I'll ask you is like, why? And I'll be asking you that 20 times <laughs> a minute because that's the only thing I can ask is why. Yeah. All right. So, I'm Super Metal Brother Matt. And I'm Super Metal Brother Dan. Daddy, what song are we going to depart with our beautiful listeners with? We've got high hopes. <laughs> We've got high hopes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Actually, oh wait... Yeah, that's the. Obviously, I just gotta get. Or maybe Dia's like hungry for heaven. You're hungry for heaven. Can you suddenly be uplifting? Yeah, I'm hungry for more better riffs. So uh, thanks, guys, for listening. And I guess we'll catch you next week.